seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor. I'm the host of Live Joy, Share Joy. And today we're going to talk about joy and childlike faith. We're going to cover three main areas. We're going to talk about the fact that everyone has possibilities, that you can do what you want and need to do with God's help, and you matter. We are actually more alike than we realize. To help us walk through this conversation today, I am so pleased to welcome my special guest, Candy Jensen. Candy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. You and I have been trying to coordinate this for a little bit of time, and I know that you're the perfect person to talk about this topic. So thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Let's talk a little bit about your background and what sets you up to talk about childlike faith, because you've got quite the background, my friend. (laughs) I do. I do. I mean, where do we start? Um, You know, I have a child care center in Bemidji. I've been taking care of kids in this field for 15 years now, Um, hundreds of children in Bemidji. Um, And so I've been really blessed by that. Um, I also am a youth leader at um, the Covenant Church here in Bemidji. Um, And so I've just been around all of the children. <laughs> you have. And growing up, you were actually raised by a single parent and the oldest of four kids, right? So you actually started even way back in the day taking care of kids. Yeah. You know, I always thought that that's, that's what God prepared me to do is what I'm doing because of that. You know, yeah, being the oldest child in a single parent home is, it puts a lot of responsibility on you um, to take care of the, the children while mom's out there working to take care of all of us. Yeah. So. And as we go through our conversation today and thinking about this childlike faith, when you work with kids, what's one of the first things that you notice in kids? They are just so curious and willing to be kind to one another and everyone. Um, that's That's probably my favorite thing about them is that they're just so open and honest and able to believe the things that you're telling them. (laughs) They do. And I feel like this is why God tells us to come to him as a child would. It is that curiosity. It is that wonder. It's awe of God, right? Like it's being in awe of what God is doing all the time. Yes, yes, definitely. And, you know, children are in awe of the world still. You know, when we grow up and we've had these bad experiences maybe in our lives, um, that makes it hard for us to still be so faithful and in awe of the world yeah. anymore. Um, and children just, they have that. They do. It's, so, it's, it's almost refreshing in a way and rejuvenating, which of course is another reason that I love to come to the Lord with a childlike faith because it is rejuvenating, right? It, it leads us to different places with him. One of the things that we wanted to talk about is that everyone has possibilities And when you and I were talking, there's a very special reason that you really came to realize everyone has possibilities. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So, you know, being the oldest child in a single parent home, um, you know, owning my own childcare center seemed like a really far-fetched dream (laughs) in my life. Um, And I think I always was like, oh, that would be amazing to do. Um, And then, you know, through life, you you get knocked down and you decide, you know, the the easiest thing to do would just be a teacher, you know. Um, And so I was. I was a teacher for Head Start in Bemidji. um, And so I was working with those low-income families and um, children and just seeing the difference um, even just working with them was making in their lives um, and the things that we were able to help them with. 
um, that was pretty amazing um, to be able to help them with that. And so um, through that, I ended up losing my job at Head Start um, and um, just because they lost our space. <laughs> and so um, we have, you know, we had to switch gears there a little bit. And I was like, man, what am I doing? And I think it just kind of brought me, though, to the place I'm supposed to be at. Um, I ended up working at the gym bin as a teacher and having the opportunity to purchase the center. And so I think things happen in the strangest ways that makes us think, what in the world is going on? What are you doing? (laughs) And you and I have talked about the fact that throughout all of this, you knew you had to trust the Lord. And there was a scripture from Proverbs that I know you said to me, Deb, this scripture from Proverbs just spoke to me throughout this time. I would love for you to share that with people. Yeah, for sure. Um, It's Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 to 6. Um, It's trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Um, That's just such a powerful verse. It is. And it's hard for us as adults to do that, I think. Um, It's been hard for me. and, And I think once I did get to those points where I was like, you know what? It's not up to me. I need to stop trying to make my plans because they never work out um, without listening to what he's telling me to do. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> what are some of the things you do to make sure that you are trusting the Lord and you're getting yourself out of the way? You know, I, I pray. I pray a lot. I pray about everything um, and, and every situation in my life. And I thank him for getting me to where I am and what I have already. Um, and I just try to stay strong in reading the Bible and, and listening to what that's telling me as well and the person I'm supposed to be um, and the person that we're all supposed to be. Yeah, I love this, getting into the word prayer and taking time to listen to what God is saying. Sometimes I feel like we're talking at him all the time and, and we forget to just be quiet sometimes and allow him into that space so we can listen to him. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it can be hard sometimes to listen to, to there's a lot of rules in the Bible. <laughs> uh, it's hard to follow them sometimes. Um, yeah. yeah. How do, how do rules tie into childlike faith? <laughs> <laughs> right. There's a whole lot of rules always, um, you know, and, and kids, Kids jump on that, um, and they they understand if if you can under if you can explain a rule to a child, um, and why it's good, um, they they're more likely to follow it. And I think it's the same way with our faith. If if it's explained more, and if we the more we read into the Bible, it's explained to us Absolutely. why He wants us to live the way that we're supposed to live. Isn't it interesting that kids research actually shows that kids do crave boundary. They do crave needing to know what some of those lines are. And I feel like when we come to the Lord with childlike faith, like it is that curiosity, it is that wonder. And I believe a component of it is also knowing we've got some boundaries, we've got some guidelines for how he wants us to live our lives. Yeah, and it and it helps that. I mean, we want that, right? I mean, we need to have rules, <laughs> um, and God's rules are above all all else, really. Um, and they're the best rules. Um, they tell you to be kind and loving and caring of everyone, um, and that's really important in the world. Yeah. And have a little joy. <laughs> yes, yes, and have joy. You know, yeah. There's definitely a verse about that too, where it says to have joy in in all of the chaos. You're supposed to welcome those. Things And that's really hard to, yes. to be happy when things feel like they're crumbling around you. Yeah. I always talk to people about joy is not a destination. It's a piece of the experience. And we get to choose in those moments where the joy pieces are. Yes. And even when we're in the midst of sorrow, we can still have a piece of joy. 
Oh, yeah. There's always something to be joyful about. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So I want to talk a little bit about um, doing what you want and need to do with God's help and how putting that focus on God and allowing him to work through you actually brings those dreams and those goals to fruition, not even just for you, but for anybody. What does that look like? Right. Um, so I think, you know, especially in this Candyland journey and life's journey in general, um, I have a child with special needs and that was a really hard thing for me to be like, why is this a thing that's happening to me? Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's just really important to step back. And I felt myself constantly trying to push. I'm a planner. I like to plan all the things. <laughs> I like to make sure things are going. I like to have my ducks in a row. Does this mean you deal with the big C control? Yeah. <laughs> yes, a little bit, a little bit. Um, and so, I, you know, when things don't go as planned, that can be really hard. Um, it, but I've found in my life that most of the time when I finally was like, you know what, I give up on these plans that I tried to make. It's not working my way. You show me what you want me to do. That's when things started falling into place. Yeah. Um, and that's when you've seen the God things happening um, and people reaching out that you never knew before to help you. And I think that that's really important to get to that point. And, and sometimes it takes a lot to get to that point where I'm like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I don't know what you want me to do. You just need to do it. Help me. Isn't it amazing how many times we try to take it back ourselves? And at some point we realize, no, I just, it's not meant for me to do this. And there's something in here about what is God teaching us in those moments, just as he teaches children, right? When we come to him with that childlike faith, I think it's part of his equipping us is to really show us, you know what, you keep trying to do it your way, but maybe we're going to keep doing this until you get it. (laughs) Right. The roadblocks are just going to keep coming because you're not listening to me. (laughs) Um, And you can try as hard as you want, but without his help, it doesn't work. Yeah. One of my favorite scriptures around this is from Philippians. And I would love, I know this, you and I both were so about this scripture um, as it relates to knowing that Really, without God, we can't do it, but it really is through God that we can do it. I would love for you to share the Philippian scripture. Yes, um, it's Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That one, too, has it's one that I try to replay in my mind constantly because I, I can do it. I just got to make sure I'm listening to him yeah. <laughs> and I'm doing it the right way. What are the ways that you notice Christ strengthening you? Um, it, he definitely takes away my anxiety and my fears about things. You know, I mean, you get to a point, I mean, my business has been closed now for two years <laughs> and for two years we've been struggling to try to figure out how can we do this? Because I felt like this is what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. I was here to help these children and take care of these children. Um, and you get to a point where you're so stressed about everything, uh, money, bills, you, money, unfortunately, is an important part of our lives. Yes. Um, and that can be such a stressful thing for me. Um, and so, you know, just praying to him daily, like, just help me get through this day. Help me not worry about next week. <laughs> help me to make sure that I'm just focused on you and doing the things every day that I can do to do to be focused on you. Yeah. And as you're talking about it, I'm thinking about how kids 
I think about kids and their parents. And I think about how even as a little child, I just like, I remember looking up to my dad and thinking, oh my gosh, he's so strong or so this, right? And I would look at my mom and think, she's so smart. How does she know all these things, right? And there was definitely that wisdom. And I feel like that's how God wants us to look at him. That is that childlike faith that we talk about. Yes, for sure. It's definitely there. Friends, we are talking with Candy Jensen about joy and childlike faith. We've got so much more to come, but first we're going to take a brief pause. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is Deb McGregor of Live Joy, Share Joy. Can you imagine getting a text right to your phone that is all about joy? Every Friday, I send out a joy note. This is a message of encouragement, contemplation, insight, and more. If you want to receive a joy note right to your phone, text the word joy to 218 218- Two four eight six five five six. I look forward to sharing more joy with you on a weekly basis. Let's build a community of joy. Realtors Noemi, Harry, and Abby of Team Aylesworth with Real Living First Realty are here for all your real estate needs in Bemidji and the surrounding communities. Whether you are looking to purchase a home or looking to sell, call the award-winning customer service team to help. Please contact Noemi at 218-760-4689 or click the link for Team Aylesworth on the Business Impact Partner page at yourqfm.com. Team Aylesworth with Real Living First Realty, where you are their priority. Thank you for joining us for Live Joy, Share Joy. This is Deb McGregor. With me today is special guest Candy Jensen of Candyland. We're talking about joy and childlike faith. Welcome back to the program. Candy, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you. This has really been a great, interesting conversation. We've already talked about everyone has possibilities. We talked about you can do whatever you want to do with God's help. And now I would love for us to talk more about how each person matters and how in some ways we are actually more the same than we are different. And it's our humanity that actually brings us together. You're working with kids. You must see this all the time. Oh, for sure I do. Um, and, you know, at Candyland, I try to have kids from all walks of life. Um, so we get children in there that live with grandma, maybe. Um, we get children that sometimes live in homeless shelters, um, and then on the other side, we have, you know, doctors and nurses' childrens. You see those kids all playing together. They don't care what their house looks like at home. Um, they don't care what color their hair is or their skin is. They, they're playing because they're children like them. Um, and I think that's, that's a wonderful thing and the experience that I want to be able to bring to kids so that they realize that we're all the same. It doesn't really matter what's going on at our houses. Um, and when they're at Candyland, everyone's just there to be kids and enjoy themselves. Yeah, I think about when we see babies together and you see them smiling at each other, cooing at each other, and kids playing together on the playground. 
they just want to have fun. They just want to have a good time together. They want to learn together. And I think about my kids' own experiences in school. And that was what was important to them is playing with kids their own age. Yeah, it's important. It's important to meet other children in other situations so that they can see that we are all the same. It doesn't really matter. (laughs) And when I think about this humanity piece of things. One of the things that I think about, uh, I noticed this when I went to Kenya the first time, I actually had a very profound moment where we were uh, worshiping together and I had been speaking and then I was uh, taking a break right after speaking. And I went outside and there was a group of women all there nursing their babies. And I sat down with the woman and I just said, you know, to be joined together in this way this is our humanity, right? Here we are just nursing our babies. And they were nursing in a way that probably in the United States, we may not have been able to be nursing our babies because, of course, people tend to not be as open here. And and I'm sure you're all too familiar with this. And I thought, wow. I mean, I just was like, wow, for this moment, it was so connected to that humanity, that piece of humanity. And then we had a situation where one of the daughters of one of the people with whom we worked was killed. And the wailing and the crying. And I thought, this is us in our humanity. We all experience sadness. We all experience joy. We all, everyone has this range of emotions. It's called our humanity. And as kids, they probably don't look at it the same way. It's just who we are, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think they just don't dive into it the way that we do. <laughs> you know, they're, they're so childlike that they don't understand beyond <laughs> what is happening outside of, you know, their play and fun. And maybe that's why God tells us to come as childlike faith. Yes. <laughs> because when we can take out all the noise and all the extra and all the distraction, we can totally seek relationship with the Lord. Yes. that's. I mean, it's just a, a little feeling I have about why he calls us to come to him that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and with an open mind, you know, yes. without all of our fleshly ideas that we've come up with over, over our lifetimes already. Well, and I think about, you know, there's a song about, you know, I am a child of God. And when we think about that, that can become a connecting piece for us, right? Like it just becomes such a connector. And that faith piece with him, it just draws us deeper into understanding that. But if we don't have the curiosity, right, and we have all the other things, how can we possibly get to that place with him, right? It just doesn't work. Yeah, you have to always want to learn. There's always, I mean, you can read the same verse 10 times and get a different meaning from it. Absolutely. Now, I know you and I have talked about uh, one of your children. Uh, This has probably impacted you in more ways than one. I would love for you to talk a little bit about this experience and, and let's share with people what you've learned about this. Yeah, you know, um, so my oldest son has cerebral palsy and epilepsy, um, developmental delay. So he's in a wheelchair most of the time. Um, he can walk with a little bit of help. And so I've really, I've really tried to bring him in everywhere we go. Um, so that children can experience that as well. Um, and kids, they're curious about him, but they also want to play with him and they will want to, try out his wheels <laughs> that he gets to ride around in all the time. Um, they think that's the coolest thing. Um, and they don't, they don't see it as a distraction or something that's holding him back. Um, kids will bring him toys and ask him to play um, without a second thought about it, you know. And I think um, as adults, we end up putting those barriers up where we're worried we're going to, you know, insult someone. Um, my favorite thing is when kids, I, if I do catch children just staring at him, I'll say, you know what, it's okay to ask me a question. 
if you want to know. Do you want to know why he's in that wheelchair? Do you want to know, um, you know, why is one shoe bigger than the other? Because he has a leg that's one that's shorter than the other. And it's different to them. And they're curious about it. But I think they've already found out that you don't want to be rude to people by asking the questions. Um, and so I really tried to show kids that, you know what, he's the same as you. He loves to play ball. He'll sing all the songs. You turn on a song for him and he knows it. <laughs> um, and that's that's been a huge motivator for kids at church watching him and seeing like, he's singing with us. He yeah. actually can do it. Um, and it just, I think it just opens up their mind so much more to be able to be around him and see. Um, and it's just, it has, it's made a huge impact in my life. That's for sure. I know I was kind of mad when it first happened. Why is my son being born early? What have I done to deserve this? Mm. Um, but over the years, I've realized it wasn't something that was a punishment. It was a blessing. Um, and because of my purpose in life, taking care of children and exposing them to to this is a great thing. Yeah. Kids need to be able to see that and be around it so that they can accept it. One thing I appreciate about you so much is your openness and willingness to talk about this. Because sometimes I think when people have experienced something and maybe they're still in an anger phase or maybe they just don't understand phase, I'm not even sure. I don't know what I'm all making up about this. But it's hard to have the conversation. And with you, it's just so authentic and it's so real. And it's so, you are so in service of other people. It's not just in the profession you're doing, you are so in service of other people, just in your conversations with people. Because what I see is a sincere desire to help people understand. Yeah, you know, I think it's important. It's it's important for, you know, my son, who who is going to live in this community his whole life, um, and everyone else that has special needs. Um, yeah. You know, they need to know that. They need to know that these people love everything that we do, just like we do. They might need a little bit of help, (laughs) Um, but they can do it. Um, And, and we, that's what we're here for is to help people, right? Right. That's, that's supposed to be our mission in life is to love each other and treat each other the way we want to be treated. Yes, absolutely. And I think about even this childlike faith and uh, the, it's not even just childlike faith. It's childlike joy. It's childlike wonder. It's childlike everything. And, and it goes back to what we were talking about. Kids on the playground just want to play with other kids. And kids, you're, they may be curious. They might ask a few questions. But it's like, okay, <laughs> on, on to the playground they go, right? They, they don't stop a lot for anything else. No. And sometimes I'll bring him to the learning center and he has to be a station because our kids, they all want to play with him. Everyone wants to play ball with him. That kid can throw a ball farther than you would ever imagine. Um, and all the kids want to do it. And so I would have to set up like, okay, every five minutes we're just trading kids because everybody wants to do it. Yeah. Um, that's such an amazing thing to see. And he loves it. Uh, I mean, he loves being around kids, too. He doesn't want people to be scared of him, you know? Um, And I don't think he understands that fully, but at the same time, he can tell when kids aren't playing with him, you know, or they're staring at him. He'll look at him like, okay, mom, they're looking at me. We've we've definitely been trying to teach, say hello instead of staring. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite things, you know? If you're curious or you, you know, you want to know something about someone, say hello. Mm -hmm. Don't be scared to say hi. Yeah, where, where, when did that start? We got afraid of even starting a conversation, right? Yes, my kids will ask me in Walmart, who is that? I don't know. I, I, they were <laughs> looking at me, so I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This is what I love about you. And because it's you are so raw and authentic, right? Like you just are who you are and you show up how you are. And you are a child of God. Like this is, you are the walking example of it. You don't just give it the lip service. 
I know we had shared a verse together around Isaiah. And when we were speaking about this verse and praying into this, we felt like, you know, it just felt important to share today with folks. Would you read that to people? Yeah, Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You know, that one is another one that I... I have to read a lot when I'm having a hard time. I mean, even throughout the business thing and and my kids and life, um, you know, Axton has some severe muscle issues. <laughs> we've had a lot of surgeries in the last three years. We've spent about eight months in the hospital total. Um, and so there's times where you're just like, oh, man, this is the scariest thing ever. Um, but you can read that and say, okay, I'm not scared. You're going to make it work out. It's going to go according to your plan. Um, and I hope and pray that my your plan is going to make us all happy yeah. <laughs> and fix them. What I am just so amazed about is, okay, you've spent almost eight months over the last time period in the hospital. You've got this new business that's opened up. You've got children, a husband. You've got this life that you're living. And you still said yes to coming to talk to people today. You said yes to coming and spending some time to share the joy that you have, this childlike faith that you have you still said yes to this, despite all of that going on. My friend, that's amazing. <laughs> well, thank you. It's just amazing. And, and I really want to acknowledge you for that, because a lot of people would have simply said, I just don't have time. I don't just write. And maybe that's part of what's going on in the world today. That, I, I think so. You know, I mean, it's 30 minutes out of my day to come chat about things that I think are really important um, that people need to, to hear about and think about. Yeah. Amen. We want to leave you with just the three key things that we've talked about today. We've talked about the fact that everyone has possibilities. We've talked about you can do what you want and need to do with God's help. And you matter. We are more alike than we realize. And when we are looking through God's eyes, we see that humanity and we can connect with one another. Candy Jensen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This has really been a pleasure. Yeah, it has. And we wish you the best of luck as you continue to move forward with childlike faith too. Yes. (laughs) And we want to thank all of you for choosing to listen today. And we want to remind you to live with childlike faith. And we want to remind you to go out, live joy, and share joy. Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.